take the been rather hoping might be able to manifest today. Sometimes, of course, much more complex and difficult. But I was hoping I might, for a few moments anyway, take up your valuable time. Please do. You know, I'm always very interested in what transpires on these occasions when you come together. Actually, you do make a very good combination as a group. I know you don't all sit together as it were, regularly for experience or development of psychic powers, but when you come here, invariably you come together as a group. Uh, I know it's only on occasions. Uh, almost one wonders why it were not possible to make it a regular thing. Uh, I, I know that there are problems and con difficulties in connection with that, but you know we are so anxious to, 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 to take advantage of any opportunity to experiment and experience uh, with a regular group of souls in the hope that we might be able to develop various forms of mediumship among people because we so desperately do need mediums and uh, the only way that we should achieve anything in that direction obviously is in what terms uh, you refer to as developing circles as such. I know that you both have your yes. Yes. And we certainly are doing everything we can in that direction. Have you great hopes on it, Frank? Well, we have great hopes too. Good. Of course, you've had some fluctuations there, but that's bound to be, I suppose, yes. it's human nature being what well. it is. People come for a time and then some will drop out. And then again, of course, another aspect which sometimes people don't always realize is that we have to experiment, as it were, with the varying individuals who sit in the group and although they may absolutely sometimes, and we hope most times, blend very well as a group, there are sometimes individual experiences that we find with individuals uh, which in some ways nullify. Now this is a difficult way of perhaps expressing something which uh, is vitally interesting and important. You see, you may have a group of people who on the surface, and indeed they do, get on extremely well but because they are, in some instances, uh, individuals uh, uh, not necessarily psychically inclined or psychically uh, of any great uh, possible use, uh, there are times when we have to influence in a strange kind of way, you might think, uh, that certain individuals must leave a certain group or circle, which may sound, from your point of view, rather not say. Finding an ideal group of people who are really absolutely right as a group, one for each other, and also the psychic force and energy that is circulated among those people, mm. which may make the manifestation of the power of the spirit a reality in varying forms. Now, for physical mediumship, that's much more complex, much more difficult. You need a group of people who are ideally caught up together in complete love, complete harmony, who are patient enough to sit together with unfailing regularity without any personal thought for self. You see, quite understandably, and I realize this, most people who sit in a group uh, are hoping that each individual will develop some form of mediumship, which is all right as far as it goes, and no one's saying it shouldn't be that way, but if you're sitting for physical mediumship, You've got to realize and remember that to a great extent, all the energy, all the power, everything is, the, 
is really put into one direction, and that is the production of a physical force or mediumship, and in other ways, otherwise, of course, uh, the individual who has hope of developing personally in a certain direction uh, may not be making any contribution, or indeed may even be a barrier to that group who are sitting together for a certain form of instrumentality and mediumship. You've got to be dedicated. You've got to say to yourself, well, I may sit in that circle for a number of years, and I may not, in a sense, seem to develop or indeed develop a, any particular form of mediumship personally, but the contribution that I am making, or what energy or vitality, what psychic force or power, whatever, that is being drawn from me, is for the common good. In other words, when you sit in a circle, and I'm talking chiefly now, particularly about physical circle, you've got to sit there with the realization uh, that you yourself are making a contributory factor, but you may not see on the surface. You may not see anything of any consequence in a personal sense. In other words, you've got to be dedicated and give yourself. I mean, so many groups, so many circles break up because of impatience on the part of one or two of the sitters or because they don't think they're making any particular headway, they're not becoming clairvoyant or they're not becoming in some other direction. Uh, so it seems on the surface uh, it's not apparent that they're developing any psychic mediumship of any particular kind or quality. Uh, what, what, what one should realize is that if you have a circle that is really dedicated, who are prepared individually and collectively to forget themselves, to give completely of themselves for the common good, that that circle will rise above material things and that you will eventually, by your contribution, individually and collectively, create an atmosphere and a condition of a psychic force and energy of such a quality that we can utilize that power, we can break through, we can open up, as it were, the way to a form of mediumship which is rare and difficult to achieve. I mean, I constantly hear, we constantly hear, of people saying, oh, I don't know, we don't seem to have that form of mediumship anymore, seems to be a thing of the past. But I can tell you with an absolute assurance that if a dedicated group of people sit together in love and in harmony, prepared to make sacrifices if necessary, that they shall come together for the common good in one accord, in love and in harmony, eventually the power of that group will be such that we shall be able to break the barrier between the two worlds. And I know that you are sitting in that way, and your dear friends that are with you, and I think indeed, I don't think I know uh, that you're well on the way. But of course, when I come here and I see you as a group, I know there are occasions when some of you are not able to be present, and that, of course, I completely and absolutely understand. Mm. And I do realize that individually at times the human nature element of self comes into it, that you want a personal message. Obviously, indeed, at times from some one person that you've known and loved. And, of course, obviously at other times when one has people gathered together, often people who've never met each other before, who come here, as it were, 
in the hope of receiving something of a personal nature, a contact with a loved one that they are very, very much caught up with still mentally and spiritually and indeed are at a loss materially because they feel they have been separated from the loved person. They want the personal message. This we understand and we go out of our way, we do everything that we possibly can to help the individuals concerned. But when you come as a group, as you do, more or less, uh, we feel that we are justified, if that's the word, in taking advantage uh, and bringing through or endeavoring to help certain individuals through who will have something we hope of merit to give. Not necessarily always perhaps the things that you would hope for or think you would like or contacts you would uh, indeed desire. I mean, for instance, I remembered some while back now, indeed on several occasions, uh, you have asked very much that we should get uh, uh, messages or contact uh, with that uh, very charming actress lady. What do you yes, Norma. Norma Jean, is it Marilyn Monroe, yes, right? Well, well, of course, um, she has been through on various occasions. And in the early stages of our communication, she was a very disturbed person. Yeah, we hoped. And a very unsettled, very unhappy person. Yeah. Because of so many things that have happened since uh, her passing, things that have been said, things that have been written, which are completely and absolutely untrue. And of course, as she's maintained, she did not commit suicide. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. that has been something very much with her. Mm. And she's been very anxious that that should be... Uh, rectified that the truth should be told but now of course she's risen above all that she no longer feels drawn in a material sense she's much more concerned with other things of a more highly evolved state of being and because she's progressed you see now obviously but uh, yes. I know that uh, on various occasions uh, somewhere back you said uh, is normal there well, just, yeah. time, I thought she was there, that's well, she was, no doubt, yeah. in, uh, certainly at times, but what we must bear in mind is the door is open. <clears throat> when the door is open, all manner and kind of people can come, but we are trying with your group, with this group, to mm -hmm. rise above some of the more, if I may say so, mundane and more closely linked material aspects of communication. We want to get things through a value. So because you have this recording machine, you yes, see, yeah. you get it on a tape, and that can be copied and distributed. People can be helped by it, we hope, especially those who are on the fringe of the subject, or perhaps people who are developing and hoping to become instruments. And indeed, so many things could be done which would be of value. We are anxious to make use, if that's the terminology, and I hope you won't mind you no, using it. No. If we make use of you as a group because of the contributions you make, uh, which is so valuable, because it is your love, it is your patience, it is your perseverance as a group coming together, giving us all your love, as we indeed know you do. Uh, we yeah. feel that we want to use the time, we want to use the power so that we can do something of real value, not just individually for self, but for the world, for your world, which is in such travail. I mean, we, we are so appalled by what is happening in your world, the conditions in your world, the way the world is going. Uh, this is causing great distress, a 
over here. If you could see as we see your world, indeed when we enter into your environment, that is the environment of the earth, I don't necessarily mean your personal environment when you come together like this, because to some extent, because of your love and your sincerity of purpose, you do clarify or clear to some extent the conditions. But if you could see as we see your world, it's as if we're penetrating a deep fog. And all this fog or atmosphere, call it what you will, is what man is creating through his stupidity and his ignorance. You are creating an atmosphere around your world which is becoming increasingly difficult for us to pierce. And it's only when you come together individually and collectively like this as a group of people dedicated that to some extent you lighten the atmosphere. We are aware of your tuning in, as it were. And you know, when you sit, whether it is collectively or individually, when you're sitting in meditation, when you're opening up your consciousness to the things of the spirit, when you're trying to cut out temporarily material thoughts and conditions, and you rise, as it were, to some extent above the mundane and more material, we are able to tune into a point. You see, it's like a light in the darkness. You know, if you could see as we see, you'd understand how we value you individually and collectively, how we value your friendship and your love and your sincerity of purpose, that you might be used individually and collectively to do the work of the Spirit. Some may perhaps work in a much bigger sense than others, that is, uh, be more, as it were, able to be received by others in the material world such as yours, and people will know that there is a development of psychic force and energy and power uh, which can be demonstrated perhaps in church or society. In other words, become a medium as such to do the work to go out, as it were, into the highways and the byways, not only proclaiming the truth of life eternal, but, but proving it. But there are others who, uh, what one might say, uh, people who give, in a way, to the vitality and the support of others, uh, individually and collectively too, but the whole point is that a circle is, is a hive of industry, although you don't perhaps always realize this. So much is happening behind you, around and about you, behind you in the scenes which you do not see or understand or visualize, and yet in time some of those things will become apparent. Every one of you are contributing, and some of you will go forward in a certain direction eventually to do the work further afield. And there are, I know there are some people here today who come from a long distance away, material distance, who do the work of the Spirit in a way perhaps uh, uh, they may well be limited through circumstances not of their own making. But that doesn't mean to say that certain things may not yet change for them. I'm told indeed by someone here that there are different things happening around and about them uh, which will uh, open up a door which <coughs> may seem to have been shut for some considerable time. But that door is opening up and there are changes for those two in the work of the Spirit. And indeed they will go forward in a way which may well surprise them. But at the moment they have to be patient with themselves, patient with what they are caught up with and the environment in which they find themselves. And they've had some disturbing uh, distractions in a way, but they are gradually being removed. Circumstances are changing. I'm being told this by someone here who's deeply involved and interested in them. And I know that there's a wonderful power there 
being generated and I know that their work will continue but it's going to continue in a way uh, which is going to be much more well unusual perhaps could be a word I could use in their direction not perhaps quite the way in which they can t expect but there are changes and uh, their material changes as well as um, psychic and spiritual ones but all this is opening up it's like a door that's ajar for them that is gradually being pushed open they have to be a little more patient for the time being uh, but there is some breaking of, I don't know if I should say this I don't usually enter into into uh, well uh, this is not really material because it's to do with their spiritual life and their psychic and spiritual work uh, but there has been some drawback there has been some holding back there has been some influence and I think that it's not altogether at times been too helpful to them but that's gradually changing circumstances are certainly improving and they will go further afield and there will be a big uh, change which is not imminent it can't be just yet but it will come which will give them a much greater freedom to go forward and to go further afield and further ahead but apart from that and the individual personal aspect of things in regard to our two friends from Australia I, I do want you to know Bert yes. that we still have the greatest of hope with your group I mean at Norway I hope you don't mind my saying no, uh, but it's better to be small in number oh, yes. in complete love and in harmony Agreed. generating yeah. the power and the force than it is to have a lot of people who individually may be very nice people and indeed collectively get on extremely well so it seems and no doubt they do to a point but they're not necessarily always right from a psychic sense and this is the thing that sometimes people don't understand you may have a very nice group of individuals collectively uh, very nice they get on very well together but psychically they're on an entirely different footing or level you know it's very difficult to explain these things because when you're talking about material things you can go in that direction but when you're talking about psychic things, you can go in another direction. And then when you're talking about spiritual things, you can go into another direction. It's when you get the three aspects in complete harmony, working together, uh, that is when we make progress, or when, rather should we say, the circle, or the individuals yes. in the circle, uh, make real progress. We realize how necessary, how absolutely essential it is that you have to keep, uh, to some extent, in your material lives, uh, your awareness of consciousness of material problems and aspect of things. You have to fight your little battles, and sometimes they can be very big battles in a material sense. Uh, and at the same time, you have to have your aspiration, and you have to have the desire for mental and spiritual progression, working, as it were, often, it seems, at odds, because the more materialistic circumstances are in which you find yourself, the more difficult it is to relax your mind and open up your soul uh, to the things that truly are the spirit. You see, when man realizes that he's not just physical, he's also mental and spiritual, that he has a spiritual body, and how few people are there in your world who are aware of the power of the spirit within, to bring it out, to evolve and develop it, to make it a conscious reality so that you can work and do the things of the spirit. You see, what we're trying to do is to get people to work in harmony 
with the mind, the body, and the spirit. And this is the point. It's not the easiest thing. This is the real art of evolution and development of the individual and above all the spirit, the realization that the power of the spirit can overcome all the problems or most of the problems which beset your path. We don't say we have an answer to all your problems materially because of the fact that you are caught up as you must be in circumstances beyond your control, often involved with other people who do not see and think and understand as you do and who work on an entirely different level of consciousness and often on a very material one and they put obstacles in your way, make it more difficult. You're not as free as you would like to be. And you know freedom is a very valuable asset and it's not the easiest thing in any world, including ours, this may surprise you, uh, that you can be an absolutely free person. I'm not saying that we are, as it were, told we have to do this or told we have to do that. We're not ruled by any sort of individual or any collective force. We are free agents to come and go and to act and become whatever it is we wish to do or become. But the point is that it's not the easiest thing, obviously in your world, uh, always to do as you would wish to do. Sometimes you have to subject yourself to circumstances beyond your control and other people's influence. And this sometimes can affect you in such a way that it's much more difficult to become, as it were, mentally and spiritually uh, evolved as you would wish. In a way, I suppose, there's always an eternal fight going on <laughs> between the spirit and the flesh. But you know, my friends, you've been blessed to a great extent. You may not yet, in some instances, be completely assured within your innermost self about your own individual collective powers uh, of the spirit, whether you sit individually or collectively in a group or circle, uh, that you are making the kind of progress that you would wish. Sometimes you feel that you're being held back a bit <coughs> for some reason or the other beyond your control. But the whole point is that the power of the Spirit is manifesting itself through you and around and about you. Don't be disturbed or distressed if you feel that you're not making the kind of progress you would wish. You will eventually. Circumstances will be brought to bear in certain directions which will make it clearer the path which you should tread. If you are determined, if you are absolutely assured within yourself that you want and you will do the work of the Spirit, that you will become an instrument of the Spirit, in spite of all the odds, all the complexities, all the difficulties, you will continue to develop and evolve to, in some measure, that which you are called upon to do. No one need ever fear uh, that they cannot achieve if you have the will and the desire to forget self in loving service. And this is the vital point. You've got to forget self. Selflessness is an important thing if you wish to achieve anything of the mind and of the spirit. You've got to put yourself in a sense in the background and you've also got to make sacrifices to give is the most important factor, to give of yourself in love and the desire to serve and to indeed to do the work of the Spirit, you must lose your identity to some extent before you can find your true self. You know, you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, oh there, you know, I'm getting old, 
and your wrinkles are coming or whatever it is and that's as you see yourself and of course you know as well as I do that the reflection is not in a sense a reality the reality is deep within you it's what you are what you are deep down inside not what you see yourself as or others indeed sometimes see you as it's what you know or should know of your true self let that evolve, let it develop, let it expand its vision, let yourself become indeed something which is far removed from the material and the reflection of a physical existence of life as you know it and see it. Be up, be sure within your innermost soul that you have the power within to overcome, that you are a spiritual being while yet encased in flesh. Let that spirit break the bonds uh, that bind it and let that spirit do the work and think of the things that are of the spirit not one of you here cannot to some extent be an instrument of the spirit indeed I go as far as to say you are all instruments of the spirit don't hold back go forward and know that we are with you and as you expand your vision so you will come closer and closer in, you, in touch and in harmony with us we love you we expect perhaps sometimes too much from you, but we know you have the strength within to overcome. We want to guide you and uplift you and inspire you, and that is why we come to you, that you might serve and do the work of the Spirit, that you might indeed be a light in the darkness of your world, where there is so little light, and believe me, the light of the Spirit is so needed. You are, to some extent, our instruments. Be of good heart, be of good faith, Strengthen your resolve and give to you, give from yourselves to us all that you can give. It's a great joy and pleasure to come talk to you. Perhaps I've taken, indeed I have taken, so much more time than I intended. It's because I love you and I feel drawn to you. And I know of the possibility that you have within yourselves and the work that could be done and the comfort and joy that you can give to others who are less enlightened. Be of good faith, my friends. My love and my peace and my blessings be with you. Goodbye. Could you tell us who you are again, please? You'll get a surprise when you know it. It's very good there. That's lovely. That's worthwhile and you can talk to a bunch of people. You're Smicky, my name, and you'll get it. Do you know who it is? Sometimes truth and sometimes not. And 
people who read and know the person who is famous, they form opinions and they think, oh, what so and so and so and so, see. And often a person on this side who is evolved doesn't want to be judged by or, or be con- concerned with what they once were, it's what they are now, and what they have discovered, what they have become. Not what they was, it's what they are. And therefore, naive. you see, when one person talks, they're not necessarily talking just for themselves, they're talking from many other people over here who come as a group, as a band of highly evolved souls who have a specific work to do, you see. It's very difficult. But if they don't want to give their name, it's up He to didn't me. say he didn't want to give his name. I think he gave it at the beginning, but we didn't hear it properly. Oh. Well, that's what we come for anyway, Mickey, to learn. Yeah.